0: Hello and welcome to the Volatile Podcast. In this episode, I speak with Jamie Reynolds of 1967. Uh, he's been on the podcast a few times. It's always great talking to him. Uh, he just put out a, uh, a pretty awesome track. It's got a little bit of a bit of a punk vibe to it. So if you're into that kind of music, then I, I think you'll enjoy what he is doing. And uh, if you would, please uh, write and review the podcast uh, five stars if you can but I'll take anything and also please share the podcast with uh, your friends and uh, I think you'll enjoy this. Today I have uh, Jamie Reynolds of uh, 1967. Uh, how are you doing today Jamie?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: Doing fantastic. It's uh, uh just after 10 a.m over here uh, i know you're uh, in pacific time so that's what seven
1: yeah yeah a early
0: yeah yeah but um my day is going uh pretty good so far i hope yours is as well
1: yeah i just did a nice little brisk walk this morning to kind of get started feeling a little stiff today <laughs> real stiff mm-hmm. doing well been a little more relaxed
0: Mm -hmm. uh, so i'm I'm curious about something uh i know like a couple weeks ago there was a bad heat wave uh, out on the west coast where y'all impacted by that
1: yeah it was it was gut-wrenching it was tough we were basically exiled to our home with ac yeah for a couple days so yeah it was challenging but well, we made it yeah. through.
0: Oof. Yeah, I I, th- I think I heard that like in Canada, it it had gotten up to like one fifteen or one twenty, which mm. which is even hotter than it normally gets down here. So that's that's crazy to me that it, that that happened. This the the weather has been so wild lately.
1: One thirteen here mm-hmm. is the peak that it hit.
0: Yeah, I I do not like going outside when it's over a hundred degrees. It feels like it feels like your skin's on fire. It's <clears throat> ridiculous. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Very true.
0: So, uh, what, what have you been working on since the last time we spoke? Well,
1: no, just taking it day by day and doing a few more interviews. We booked. We're booking a couple shows in late September, the twenty September 21st and the 23rd. 21st will be at the Hawthorne Hideaway and the 23rd of September will be at El Corazon in Seattle. So that should be pretty fun. And we just secured a new rehearsal spot here in Portland, Oregon. So we're really looking forward to that on August 1st. So that should be great. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. We just wrapped up a thing with Evening Magazine on King 5, NBC, in Seattle uh, last week. So that aired and got a lot of hits of me playing Not That Good Yet acoustically. So that was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And we're excited that Not That Good Yet is going to get played on Sirius XM channel 21 on August 16th at 11 p.m. Eastern. On Little Stevens Underground Garage Channel Twenty One on Sirius XM, and that's Goldie's Garage. Should be should be kind of fun. Looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, I mean that's 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 amazing. Like getting getting on XM Radio, that's that's a big deal.
1: Cracking that nut is uh, wow. Where do you start?
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So I, so I was listening to um not that good yet it it sounds like it, it um uh, so it's almost like a punk song
1: it is mm-hmm. it's like it has some pop sensibility pop punky kind of upbeat aggressive fun mm-hmm. kind of wacky
2: mm-hmm.
1: um almost on the verge of outrageous but yeah i wrote that with a friend of mine in Phoenix, Arizona when I was living there at the time, I ju- actually just talked to this guy yesterday, Jeremy Wood from the band Authority Zero. I think they're, pretty, they're a pretty renowned punk band. Uh, they've been around quite like 20 years or so and they've, they're they still going. I mean, he, ha- he hasn't been in the band for several years now, but he's their original founding bassist and member and had been with them for gosh, almost 20 years. But, uh, yeah, he, he and I kind of got connected a little bit when I was down there living, had started 1967 and did a lot of open mics and a lot of, a lot of shows around Phoenix. And he, would, he was at this particular one in Mesa, which is a suburb of Phoenix. And I can't remember what the, the club was called, but they had an open mic every week that we'd go out and, and jam at and stuff like that, open jam. Got to know him a little bit. and He invited me over one time. He said, like, yeah, I get this little song. Just check it out. And he's like, yeah, you should write about this and this. and <laughs> Write some lyrics about this. I'm like, all right. So that's the origin and the creation of Not That Good Yet.
0: Huh. well, that's pretty cool. So, uh, you know, I was looking at the YouTube, and it said that it was uh, produced and recorded in Santa Fe and uh, Mesa. Uh,
1: Santa Fe, New Mexico. Yep. Uh,
0: so, uh, I, I take it that you flew out there
2: to to do that? <clears throat>
1: yeah, I was uh, with Mesa. I was actually moving from Washington State, so I I literally was driving to Santa Fe on the way, and I met with Matt Haskell, the drummer, at his house and stayed the night a few nights and. Helped produce drums in his studio there. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, gosh, more than a year later, ended up syncing up with John Kerswick in Santa Fe when I was living there at the time. And did the rest of it Mm. in his studio in Santa Fe.
0: So It sounds like you've been working on a song for quite a while.
1: I did, yeah. Gosh, I think Not That Good Yet was written somewhere in like it might have been around 2013
2: hmm. actually that all the lyrics
1: and the melodies are written
2: mm-hmm.
1: so
0: yeah. a, <laughs> i had that's... a demo
1: of it I, with, with no drums and just guitars bass and vocals with a click track for like <laughs> eight or nine years right
0: yeah that's 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 a while wow. uh i imagine you probably Came up with a few different versions or ideas of the song along the way.
1: I really didn't. Really, once I did it, it was just done. Yeah, I didn't really change much of it actually. When we brought it Hmm. into the studio and kind of redid it, um, yeah, he just uh, yeah, he did a pretty good job on that one. I think we added like some gang vocals in the chorus, maybe. That was Mm -hmm. about really it. So and he changed the line a little bit, but yeah, I mean, pretty much the same song. I mean, just cleanup work, really.
0: Well, I mean, your music is just you know good to begin <clears throat> with, so uh, I, I I can I can believe that it, that it really wasn't a whole lot to uh, to change. Yeah. So, so uh, have you uh, played several shows uh, in the past month or two?
1: Just the one on June 25th at Hawthorne Hideaway in Portland. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's really the only one right now. We're getting ready to record a live video recording here at Bridge City Sessions here in Portland, Oregon, too. Where they, they film and, and, and tape you, tape the audio, and they cut it and make it look really good. So it's a really good quality live recording of a mm-hmm. band playing live. So that'll be kind of fun. I'm looking forward to getting that done. That's uh, We'll be able to utilize that in a lot of interviews moving forward and things that require live performance.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So got a few things lined up with that. But uh, yeah, and we'll be looking for a new bass player here probably in uh, mid-september because our guy here he's moving down to california will strong is moving we got a little work to do there again
2: mm-hmm.
1: but the rehearsal spot should take care of that be a ton of those hanging out down there <laughs> mm-hmm. so but yeah we're getting out a little bit more getting out into the clubs there's a lot of karaoke going on some open mics happening shows are happening you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. yeah people are loosening up so it's getting back kind of to the way it was
0: yeah it's it's kind of like that over here as well um uh the only downside is uh, you know i'm georgia so a lot of people are you know kind of hesitant to get the vaccine so the cases have started to pick back up over here um so i I hope that's not happening uh on us. your side of the country.
1: Yeah, me too. I hope it neither. Mm-hmm. It could though. Yeah, we'll that, rule it that, out. I won't rule it out.
0: Yeah. It's it's that uh ghosted theory, man. It's <clears throat> messing people up. Yeah. Yep. So so how ha- uh how many how many more songs are, are you planning on putting out this year?
1: Oh, the next song we're we're gonna put out, and not that good yet, was just released, by the way. Mm-hmm. a couple days ago or something like that. So it's around, it's available. The next song is called Uncle Dan and we're gonna put that one out uh, in August. So that should be exciting. And then all these, these five songs, we're gonna put out an EP in September. So the EP will be available as well.
0: So uh, are, you, are you planning a, like a show for the EP release?
1: Yeah, it's probably, probably a good idea to do that. Yeah. I do have another show on September 30th as well. Actually, I forgot to mention it, the Hawthorne Highway in Portland. It's another, with another band called No Gimmick. Mm-hmm. They're a great little band up from uh, the Seattle, Washington area. So that should be kind of cool. And these other shows that we're doing earlier, the 21st and 23rd, that's going to be with a band called Trip Madam. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy jared's in that band it should be kind of fun but yeah no gimmick oh he's gonna we're gonna get a tour together as well in april of 2022 probably book seven or eight dates from like up here down to nevada and maybe through arizona
0: Hmm.
1: might be kind of fun
0: yeah imagine it would be
1: we're working (laughs) on getting gutter to join it we'll see if we can get them on there
0: Uh, what kind of music do those uh, do those bands play
1: well no gimmicks more of a punk rock kind of like not that good yet kind of that style like just Mm -hmm. across the board that's sort of what they do gutter mouth is the same way they're they're a big band they were playing with the offspring back in the early days and they were on epitaph records and got a lot of popularity a lot of fans still so that's what they do. It's kind of like Outrageous Punk, funny lyrics, funny stories. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ridiculousness. Mark Adkins, he's a great lyricist. He's a funny guy. I didn't actually know him personally, the lead singer of Guttermouth. And then uh, Trip Madam, they're kind of more of like the hard rock style, like a Breaking Benjamin or maybe a Chevelle or Three Days Grace style type band.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But they'd be more along the lines of probably our song, Losing My Mind, I would imagine. Hmm. Kind of that genre. And he he writes a lot of cool, really good, big-ass big rock ballad-type music-type songs.
0: It sounds like you're going to have some really fun
1: shows. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. I think it'd be kind of fun. Just trying to get back out there again.
0: So um, what what area do you like normally uh, tour? Is it like all West Coast or where do you like to uh, play at?
1: Just the West Coast is is mainly what we focus on. However, we're going to start looking at some of these areas that we've done a lot of interviews in, which is obviously your area in Georgia. Um, We've got some things going on, like we've had some press in New Jersey. That's going to be coming out at Montclair university. They're going to do a little piece on this on the 27th. So that's going to be exciting as well. That's coming out too. Dirtbag radio is going to put something out as well. Dirtbag clothing. That should be coming out here any day. Now, those guys are out of San Diego, California. Uh, I've had a lot of press in um, Colorado, actually a couple things that came out of there. A couple of different interviews, different colleges up there. Um, where else did something in Kentucky? There's a college there. And we've got a little piece that's probably going to be coming out in Bowling Green, Kentucky as well on a little news station out there. We've done some things in Virginia as well in Pennsylvania. So we've got some, a few different areas that we could maybe look at to maybe pop out and do some shows
0: yeah i mean it sounds like you have a ton of options
1: so if you know anybody that wants to learn the set it's only a five or six song set Um, and we just we would just book a local show at that area and team up with three or four bands locally that are there local mm -hmm. literally i could just i could I could pop in, and if there's any local players that want to play with me, I could do it.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, out where I'm at, there's there's probably uh, several musicians that that could uh, that could play that. <clears throat> we have a, a decent variety of bands, but like I think a lot of the local bands are more so like in the jam or uh, punk slash hardcore kind of variety. Nice.
1: So, um, I do have a heavier set to mm-hmm. older songs. So, yeah, the, yeah.
0: Uh, the probably the the only real big band that we have uh, out of our is a band called Machinist, and um, nice. they're like a hardcore punk kind of thing. Um, and uh, I, I, I know mm-hmm. they they do very well when they're playing out out west. Um, I, I think here they're just sort of like the local band that everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the machinist uh, mm-hmm. yeah, machinist if you, if you a okay yeah yeah uh jeff is the singer uh really good guy the, the band's great um uh, you should look him up uh, i think it's like machinist georgia uh if you look that up on the internet you'll find him nice yeah yeah he's also a pretty funny guy because like we used to have uh um, like, before COVID, we used to have a lot of uh, comedians come to town to do shows. And he would actually uh, uh, do, like, a short set with that. And, uh, like, so, so he's he's all around, like, a,
1: just a great entertainer. Jeff? Machinist?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I'll check them out. I think I already did. i might going to relook those guys up again. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, I think I mentioned to you nice. before. You like Seven Dust? I do. Yes, I think yeah. I may have. I think I've seen them live. Yeah, I think I did, like uh while back uh, down in Jacksonville.
1: That's a Georgia it, band. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. think they're Atlanta.
0: Or... Yeah, well, it, like when I went to see them, it, it was uh, like there used to be a venue down in Jacksonville where uh, it was depending on the day you went they had different uh different types of music playing but uh i would always go like on the the metal nights and uh i saw them there and uh it, it was a band i always loved and did not ever expect to see so um so that that was kind of cool and, and they put on a great show
1: oh yeah really great show Yeah, no, they're they're a great band. Love that band. Um, yeah, Kerswick. I think he produced some older bands that some of the Seven Dust members were in, like before. You know, I think the guy's name's Clint Lowry. Um, he was great. in Seven Dust, but he he had earlier bands. You know what I'm saying? I think mm-hmm. Kerswick had a hand in producing those when some of his smaller bands, but before Seven Dust, it's kind of interesting. But it makes yeah, sense because geographically, there that's close to Tallahassee, and Georgia, mm-hmm. and Atlanta. I, I could see bands going down there to record if he was a popular studio. <laughs> so interesting. Yeah.
0: yeah, and you know, plus uh, John, he's he's really good at what he does, and you know, I'm like, every time I see his his bio, you know, the bands that he's worked with, I'm like, I'm like, I don't I don't know how he does it. You know, he, he works with some of the best people.
1: hmm Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a funny guy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I've been to Milledgeville, Georgia. I've been through Atlanta before. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a nice area. I like the... Everything looks great. Scenery. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Atlanta's kind of weird like depending on where you're at, it's a totally different place. And oh yeah. And it, it feels like every year Atlanta gets a little bit bigger. Um like the 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 last time i I kind of talked about Atlanta, I was telling someone I was just like, now the rate they're going like in a year or two, Macon's gonna be part of Atlanta. Oh <laughs> like like it's 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 crazy how big the metropolitan area is getting. It's it's
1: most of uh, the North Georgia at this point. what town were you in again?
0: I'm in Valdosta. Um I'm I'm right
1: Baseball? on the Florida
0: V-A-L-D-O-S-T-A. Valdosta. Mm-hmm. Yeah this is on the nice That uh I, I'm basically about 20 30 minutes from the Florida border uh, about oh yeah um, pretty close to two hours to both Jacksonville or Tallahassee Yeah,
1: you're real close to that. Wow.
0: Yeah, it it only takes about three or four hours to get up to Atlanta, so it doesn't. It I'm pretty well centrally located, but I have a feeling I'll maybe move into Atlanta soon. But that just (laughs) depends on how my luck works out. Uh, Like uh, I, I'm I'm switching careers right now. uh, I do IT, and uh, Mm I just got a degree in um, programming so uh, I could have gotten an interview with Google uh, like a week ago but uh, it, it didn't work out but I, I went up looking at the the uh, the details of the job and it would have been too much they were looking for someone who was it was basically going to be like a sort of like a trainer almost
1: oh yeah yeah exactly
0: Uh, uh, anything like big going on in your life?
1: No, just kind of uh, getting ready to play a little bit more and rehearse a little bit more. I got to prepare for the September shows. So that's kind of pretty much it at the moment. Might look at doing some more music here, writing some more songs with Jeremy from Authority Zero. I just talked to him yesterday. So there might be a song coming out with him again, a little co-writing venture. Um, gonna be re- reconnecting with an old drummer of mine, Gordy Burks. I think he's gonna hop on these shows as well in September. So it'll be kind of interesting to have him on there. If all works out. Guy I've played with since I was a little kid. Um, and yeah, looking for a new bass player in this area too. So.
0: <laughs> yeah I, I, I wish i, I had did. someone to to out there that i knew but i don't i don't know anybody except for you that lives uh over in the portland area
1: maybe some road trips up to the seattle again to visit some family and sort of catch up on that time that we lost with covid mm-hmm. keep that going we doing a lot of that bouncing back and forth um Maybe some hiking, maybe some camping, some hotel trips, some fun stuff. Hit the beach, maybe.
0: Uh, That'd be a fun trip. You know, I've I've never uh, been out west, but I've always heard that the um, that the uh, Pacific is a lot nicer than the Atlantic. Did you ever went to the to the beaches over here on the East Coast?
1: Yeah, I've been to I've been to the beaches in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I thought it mm-hmm. thought it was amazing. And I almost might think it's a little bit better than the Pacific, personally. Hmm. Okay. It's actually well, warmer. Warmer.
0: Yeah, I can believe that. Uh I I know the temperature out, out west, I think, depending on where you're at, anyways, like uh a lot milder than it is over here.
1: Yeah. Like I've been to beaches in LA and the water's a lot colder than in New Jersey in the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I've had people tell me, well, if you're in Mexico, the water's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I I couldn't really, I don't know. Mm -hmm. know, It's tropical and beautiful, clear, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, And folks say the Hawaii, you know, same thing. Oh
0: yeah. Uh, I I have a friend that's uh, been living in Hawaii for like a year, and uh, she posts pictures all the time and I can't get over how beautiful Hawaii is. It just, it blows my mind. It's like every single picture. That place just is amazing. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's sort of the long and the short of it these days. Mm -hmm. Nice to get that song out.
0: Yeah. So well, uh, you know, with all, all of the work in uh, 1967 that you put into it uh, over the years, I, I, I hope a lot of people listen to it. I mean, I like what I've heard of it. And uh, you guys, you know, are always putting out great music. So, uh, Yeah, we're and,
1: getting the buzz started here. It's, it's starting to start a little bit mm-hmm. slowly.
0: Yeah. And I, I'm sure whenever you guys find uh, a bass player uh, that's going to maybe bring something new into it and maybe give you some even, you know, bigger ideas than uh, maybe some the things that you're working on right now. I know it's uh, when you collaborate, you know, a lot of ideas come up that maybe you haven't had before.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we're just promoting Not That Good Yet. Like I said, all the other stuff's available. It's all on iTunes. It's all on Apple Music. Just pull out your phone. Look it up. 1967. Check it out. Check out Jared's podcast, Volatile Podcast.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> go tune in. Go give us go give us a like on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.
0: <laughs> yes, we would if, love if,
1: to help everybody come to the shows.
0: Oh, oh yeah, definitely go to the shows. Like, like all of the artists need as much uh, as much people at the shows as possible because it's it's been a rough year for all of the artists out there
1: yeah painting's um, a rough profession man being an artist and painting <laughs> and all <that. laughs> it's, it's,
0: good it's, luck it, yeah it's, it's funny yesterday i was speaking to um a uh, uh <clears throat> what kind of music is it uh it's 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 an electronic music band uh like and uh one of the things that, that we talked about was how, uh, you know, in some ways, uh, you could say painting is not that different from, you know, making music uh, when you have, like, different perspectives. Because they, they had uh, uh, done the same in the past where, like, uh, they got certain, uh, like, the smallest amount. Of uh, of chords and everything that they needed to make a song out of, um, and a few other bands got the exact same stuff, and then they put it together, and each one of them had like a totally different vibe to it. So, so you can kind of start with something, and everyone's going to look at it differently, and you'll by the end of it, you can get a totally different result. And this, and I see that a lot of times in music. I mean, like. Um, you Know one of the bands that I've always liked was uh, uh Nine Inch Nails, and yep. if you remember,
1: um, <clears throat> uh, what was his name? Uh, Trent Reznor,
0: no, well, yeah, Trent Reznor, but uh, uh, Johnny Cash did a cover of one of his songs,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, and it a hundred percent changed the vibe, and he did such a good job that, like, you know, Trent was like interviewed and he was just like. Yeah, that's his song, man. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. That's pretty amazing stuff, how that happens when other artists cover other, other artists' songs and they can blossom into something interesting mm-hmm. and bigger than them. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, another thing I'd like to shout out as well is the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. Uh, feel free to check that out. Obviously, Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women as well. Mm-hmm. And I'd also like to shout out to Riley Edge, the artist of all of the artwork we've been doing with all these singles and the mm-hmm. EP coming up. Go give him some love on his Instagram and Facebook. So, yeah, before I forget.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, Riley's a great artist. And uh, uh, you know it's, it's pretty cool that you guys get to work with him. And um, let's see here. So uh, was there anything else that you'd like to put out there? Any other socials? Any other organizations or anything? i will
1: just say 1967band.com is our website. 1967band is our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And distrokid.com is where we're releasing everything. And gosh, I think that's all I got. And I got to jump into another meeting too.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to let you go. And I really appreciate you coming on to the podcast.
1: Absolutely, Jared. Hey, the pleasure is all ours. And we appreciate the opportunity. It's always good chatting with you, my friend.
0: All right. Well, Looking forward
1: appreciate- to chat, seeing you soon in person when we come out there and play.
0: Yeah. Let's that do it. That's, Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Let me know when you're in the area. I'm I, working I can, on
1: that. Yeah. All
0: right. All right. Well, all right. well uh, again. I appreciate you coming on and uh the rest of your day is great.
1: All right, my man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, All right
0: bye bye.